Go. What's up, Go. Hello. To Original Clap. Gamers Podcast, episode 62. I am your Dang host. it, why couldn't it be 64? Oh, that's... Dang it. Well, that means... Ah, no, I get Nolan, to pick 64. Nolan needs to pick 64 game to make that happen. Um, I am your host, game Patrick nice. Ryan. Yeah, just... Yeah, right? <laughs> just to spite everyone. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Oh. We're getting way <laughs> sidetracked in there for 10 seconds in. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was I saying? I'm your host, Patrick Ryan, otherwise known as Huge Cat Fatty or HTP for short. I am joined this week, as always, by Mr. Nolan Brown. Hi. And Jedi Jesus himself, Joel Watt. Hello, friends. I'm Obi-Watt Kenobi. Or Joel. Just or call me Joel. That's fine. This week, we're going to be talking about what my brother referred to as the quintessential Japanese game. It is, Facebook in fact, the quintessential Japanese game. <laughs> this is... One of the most Japanese games you could play. Yes. Uh, like, that game is Mystical Ninja starring Goemon for... Goemon, sorry. I always said Goemon as a Did kid. you make an That's event? Goemon. I don't see it on the channel. I'm sorry. Did uh, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't see one. I was looking uh, for it earlier. I mean, it, it should be there. I don't I see did it. make an event. That's how this happened. Anyway. Hey, hey, hey. I was second. <laughs> don't take that from me. <laughs> um... Yeah, anyway, it's pronounced Goemon, not Goemon. As, and the only reason I know that is because some very big fans of this game... Um, Weeaboo. Have said, <laughs> yeah, have, uh, I've heard them <laughs> pronouncing it on podcasts before, and I was like, oh, I was wrong. It's kind of like how... Uh, although, I corrected that one. I went from Go Goemon to Goemon. I still refuse to call Sephiroth anything other than Sephiroth, because that's what I grew up saying. And that's what but it is. Dude, it, they say Sephiroth right Sephiroth. in the song. You mean in that crappy MIDI that's on the PlayStation that sounds hey, like... Hey, hey. No, there are voices. Or the better one during the movie that has that sick guitar solo. Yeah, it does. That That's pretty like, awesome. But, that's the best part of that movie, honestly. Yep. World, world, that like world record tangent time. What are we... How long are we into the show? And we're already not talking about what we're supposed to. <laughs> oh, we've, we've done better than that before. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, yeah. So, uh, again, since I record from my bedroom, I'm on a tight schedule. So let's, uh, yeah, let's sorry. go through shooting the breeze as quickly as possible. Start with you, Nolan. What's been going on lately? Um, as I think I mentioned last time, I just started going to the gym and I have a trainer now. So that's fun. Yeah. Do you wear your um, leggings? I have not yet. I'm. I was going to this last Saturday to my yoga class, but then um, I was in too much pain because I don't because I'm a wuss. Mm -hmm. uh, the day of, so I just didn't go. Mm -hmm. So I figured the next one I was going to. All right. Just like do like the th like the leggings and then the shorts over the top kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Is like as I stated, the leggings are like two inches too short, so I can't just wear those. Oh, it's a. Uh, I mean, probably some kind of. I like flaw. how I like how that's what your problem is with. I it. mean, that's that's the main issue. <laughs> There's yeah. other things, but that's the main issue. Um, let's see what else. Um, I don't know. What did I? What else did I do? I mean, I don't know. I don't follow you around everywhere you go. I know. I know you don't. 
you're missing out. There's laws against that. Huh. <laughs> 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 I, only if I know about it. Oh, that's, that's not true. true. <laughs> that's not true. It's um, only wrong if you get um, caught. <laughs> There's a lesson for um, all you kids out there. Probably. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, what did I do? Oh, I started. Uh, so, this in this sort of, I don't know if we can play this game, but um, you know how there's like that new Netflix uh, Castlevania show. Oh yeah, I haven't oh, seen it. Yeah. I don't hear about it. Yeah, it was real. I I really liked it. It was mm -hmm. like my buddy watched it. And he's like asking, like, you know, a lot about Castlevania. So, what do you think? Does this follow the mythos? I'm like, well, let's see. And uh, I mean, I haven't read the comics. So it's hard for me to get a basic thing, but there were like four things I called ahead of time that were correct. So that felt kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, after doing that whole thing, I'm like, I want to play a Castlevania song. What can I find? I'm like, or er, song, game. And uh, on Steam, uh, Lords of Shadows 1 was on sale. So I picked that up. Mm. So I've been going through that. Pretty good. I, I'm enjoying it. I mean, the levels are really short, which is kind of a bummer a little bit for me. But... I like the combat, and so far it's been a lot of fun. So, yeah, yeah, cool. I hear the the show f is most closely related to Castlevania Three. What I've heard, uh, I'm not sure. Well, it's very much like it's kind of a mix of Lord of Shadows and Symphony of the Night. Mm -hmm. There's elements of both of those in it, <laughs> and then just things that they just kind of made for the show because. Let's make something up to yeah, you, because why not? Got to have a show, so because creative we can't license. stick to the source material. Yeah. It's creative license, bro. Right? Yeah, no, I know. As long as they don't ruin it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like I said, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Well, you got to uh, understand like that you know, video games are inherently a an interactive media, medium, and whereas you know, movies and TV are passive, and yeah. so something has to be lost in that translation. And, and then change in order to make up for that loss. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm okay with certain additions and subtractions, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. uh, real quick shout out to Anifix, who I just figured out did a Who's That Pokemon oh. joke. I wasn't sure what he was doing. And then I was like, yeah. oh, that, okay. Who's that Goemon? It, it's a Goemon, yeah, so. Uh, oh, and uh, <laughs> Anifix, if you if you missed the Splatoon 2 live stream that I did Friday, a friend of the show, Christina Graham, who runs the Etsy shop, uh, Xena's Epic Yarn, gave away a, a squid like based on Splatoon, and Anifix won it. So, Oh, congratulations, yeah. dude. Nice. Yep. Yes. Uh, it's there it's were an only... Amiga Rumi, for those of you who know what that is. It's a what? Yeah. Amiga Rumi. It's a crocheted animal. Oh. Yep. Okay. I didn't know that, but sure. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> yes, me. they actually have a specific Japanese term for that Interesting. thing. The more you know. Do, 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 do. Um, yeah, so there were only two uh, contestants, so he had a 50-50 shot, and he got it. Unfortunately, <laughs> we did not make it to... Um, the we were if we hit 60 subscribers during the live stream i was going to give away a game we gained one subscriber interestingly it was christina so ha. yeah <laughs> but yeah anyway uh back to shooting the breeze what's been going on with you joel i'm eating dinner and um good. yeah no um 
I went to the beach two weeks in a row, which was cool, but I got super sunburned. Mm. So that's a bummer. Yeah. 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 My nose is like totally fried. Not happy about that. And then um, I had a really long day at work today, which is why I'm eating dinner now instead of like an hour ago. Because I got home and I was just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, everyone who hates the sound <laughs> of chewing. I'll just do it more, <laughs> more quiet because <laughs> I'm annoying like that. Um, I'm going to eat, so you're gonna have to. You're all are gonna have to deal with it. Yeah, so. you're all just whatever. I'm, I'm sorry, hungry. but this I'm is hungry. Happening. There's yeah. a show on, and I don't care because like I, this, yeah. look, this is my <laughs> show, and if I want to eat on it, then I can. Um, exactly. Yeah, I have been. Wow, chat. Get, yeah, Holy cow. sorry. Well, I've been getting over being sick, which is why we didn't have an episode last week. Um, and as you can probably tell from my voice, I'm still kind of getting over, but I feel way better today than, than I even did this morning when I woke up. I actually didn't go to work today. Um, let's see. Yep. Got Splatoon 2. Really like it. Uh, but I mean, if, if you didn't like the first one, you won't like this one. But I liked the first one, so I like this one. And I, I said during the stream that I really want to get into an eSport, seeing as I co-founded a company that thing is esports. I'm like, you know, I should probably get involved in one of those so that I can relate to all these people I'm supposed to be talking nah, to. Nah, competitive gaming is uh, lame. <laughs> well, uh, so I decided that I'm probably going to make Splatoon 2 <laughs> that, that game. Yes, I am. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to really get into practicing that. And like I kind of thought about making it Smash Brothers, but Smash Brothers, most fighting games are a lot more technical than I want to put the time into learning. So yeah, um, and there's Smash Bros, team. which is just like easy to. Pick yeah, up. I know nah. yeah. Smash Bros nah. is easily as technical when you get into the competitive side. Well, of course it is, but at the same time, there's not super combos. Well, okay, I mean, I mean yeah, yeah, but, but when you there's not a lot you, of when I when I watch videos of people who are really good at it talk about yeah. counting frames, I'm like, no. I'm not doing that. I can't, yeah, no. I can't do that nonsense. Yeah, so I can't. Like, I just want to play the game. Right. Um, and earlier today, since I didn't go to work because I was sick, I went ahead and beat Calamity Ganon on Breath of the Wild. I saw that. How'd you feel yeah. about that? Uh, it was good. I I really liked it. Um, I I mean, and I expected this, so it wasn't like I was super disappointed. But I like mm -hmm. how when you beat Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And you load your save file back up. It's not like, oh, the Elite Four has never been beaten again. No, there's the world still exists post the game, and I I like that about that. And I kind of wish that Zelda did that. Like you just go back into the world and Ganon's defeated, but all this, you, you know, you're still playing the game, and instead of you're just loading the save file that got created just before you went in to fight Ganon. And the only evidence that you have that you've beaten him is on your save file as a little star. But otherwise, mm -hmm. okay. nothing's different. And I, again, I expected this was going to happen because that's what happens in every single Zelda game. I was so going to say, like the story ends when Ganon <laughs> is defeated. There is no more game after that. Right, and I get that, and I know Zelda why. Zelda has no concept of a post-game unlike Pokemon or yeah. Final Fantasy or Super Mario. <laughs> I can't even think yeah, of yeah. a of a final fantasy game that like because you beat final fantasy 7 and you load your save file oh. back up and it's still like you haven't beat the what game. i mean by post game in final fantasy is there's usually like super bosses that are optional 
Well, right. Yeah, that's that's like post game like, content. Go find ruby weapon. Yeah, or, go find yeah. the weapons. So yeah, so I, I get that. And Zelda doesn't really have that. I mean, like, no. yeah, I've still got something like thirty or forty shrines to go do and things like that. But hmm. yeah, um, there you go. How anyway, many hearts so. did you have in the end? Uh, I have a complete row and then one on the bottom row. So what is that? Like that's that's sixteen. That's okay. not wow. Yeah, dude, I've got like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I I very quickly figured out that I wanted stamina more than I wanted health, so I poured all my um all my orbs into stamina, and now I'm so I have full stamina. Yeah, Leo. yeah. When I hit fifteen hearts, it was the full row of the first uh, first full row. Blah. I I decided to fill out my stamina wheel, and then yeah. I filled that out, and I kept going. Yeah. So, I mean, there's 30 hearts that you could. There are 30 get. hearts. Well, it's crazy. Goodness you sake. You can't have both 30 hearts and a full stamina wheel of three. It's either. It's one or the other. You, you can have up to 25 and a full of three, or like two and a half and 30. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of hoping that the DLC content. Well, I was hoping it was going to happen with this one that just released. Yeah, this but, first one didn't do that. Yeah, so now I'm hoping that when the DLC comes out in the fall, that they'll add four more shrines somewhere and or some other way to like get that last either heart or stamina wheel, whatever it's gonna be. So, uh, mm-hmm. but that is yet to be seen. And uh, so Caspian's playing the game, and I want to get to Gilliamon real quick. But um, Caspian's playing Breath of the Wild, and I've noticed like you know, so I'm playing it, my wife's playing it, and, and he's playing it. And all three of us are playing this game very differently. <laughs> I I went, I'm going to go fill this map out as quick as I can and then go from there. And my wife took more of a, I'm just going to go where the story kind of leads me approach to it. So, you know, she immediately went to Kakariko Village and then to Hatino Village and just where the characters were telling her to go, basically. Now she's got a full map. Caspian, on the other hand, doesn't care. He's just He's just out there. And what's really cool about it, though, is because he's not mapping the game by getting the towers and and making marks and stuff, I'm actually finding that he's better able to recognize places just by being there and seeing it. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm more like, okay, this looks familiar, but I have to pull up the map to go, oh, yeah, I've definitely been here because my concentration is so split between navigating the map and navigating the world that link exists in um and i actually saw a very interesting video today about that um if i can find it on youtube i'll share it it just talks about how zelda breath of the wild treats all of these things that exist in other games you know the map and um your radar and all that stuff it treats them very differently whereas you know if you're when i'm playing a mission in grand theft auto 5 Mm-hmm. A lot of what I'm looking at is just my radar. So yeah, I'm looking at the GPS basically. Um, and Breath of the Wild doesn't really let you do that. I mean, it kind of does, but it, it really not really because there's not a, there's not a waypoint on the screen somewhere telling you, "Hey, go here." Unless you make one. Yeah, unless you make one. And they do point that out <laughs> in the video. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it it's really cool. I, I like how mm-hmm. they did it, and I I enjoy it, and I. I look forward to whatever direction they're going to take Zelda. Yeah. From- I did see a little 
I think it was a full article, but I only read a, like a blurb of it. But this guy was saying that oh, you need to turn on the Pro HUD because it eliminates the mini map and the and all this other stuff. It cleans it up and you know lets you really explore the world. I'm just like, yeah, but that stuff helps me. Yeah, <laughs> like I, <laughs> I am seriously considering because I do want to play through it again on uh, Master Mode. Uh, I'm considering going in there and and getting rid of all the the HUD stuff that I can and just kind of going and seeing what happens just straight up just <laughs> walk around and stumble yeah. your way through stuff although maybe doing that in hard mode is not full adventure mode yeah, i was gonna say <laughs> but uh but i'm gonna i might try it anyway so but i i'm not even done with my first playthrough because i still want to get more shrines and, and now that there's that mode in the map that shows you where you've been there's so much of that world that i've just never seen so um anyway enough about that Let's hmm. talk about some going on. So the, the N64. Yes. I got my case right there. <laughs> I saw that. Is that for carrying the, the console? Yeah, it's a, it's a travel case. The console is actually in there. It oh, holds nice. like a dozen games and a console and cables and stuff. It does not hold controllers if you fill it with games, though. Ah, uh, yeah. makes sense. Yep. The controllers are big and awkwardly shaped. Yeah, so. they sure are. All right, so the developer of this is Konami Computer Entertainment Osaka. I'm guessing Osaka, that's a town in Japan, right? It is, in fact. Okay, that's what I think. A town in Japan. So that must be one of their um, one of their branches. Uh, published by Konami. Director is Etsunobu Ibaisu. Ebisu. Ebisu. Thank you, Joel. Designers... Uh, yeah, Joel, why don't you read this? Too? <laughs> okay, so I can't do it. I can't do it. Keita Kawa Minami, me, wait, me, Minami, Minami, Kawa Minami. That's one word, by the way. Kawa Minami, that's impressive. <laughs> and then the other person is Madoka Yamuchi. That one's easy. Yep, uh, no one who produced this, the uh, Shigiharu Umazakiya. And yeah, composers. yeah, that's an I. I thought that was an L for a second. I don't have my computer glasses because it's going to be a bright, shining. You got to get your gunner gear on. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it just reflects the light from my light, oh, okay. like into the camera. It's just going to be painful for everyone. So Joel like, does not speak Japanese. I just know pronunciation rules. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the composers are Sh Shigeru Arakai, Arakai, Araki. Uh, Araki, yeah, or Araki. Araki. Uh, Yusuke Kato? Yusuke. Yusuke. Yeah. The U's are almost there. always silent. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Uh, so it's Yusuke Kato. And, and then what? Psycho Miki? Mm-hmm. Hey, mm -hmm. I got that one right. Ya Yasumasa Kitagawa. Good. <laughs> yeah. I, felt, I felt pretty good about the last name. I wasn't sure about the. Yeah, that was good. Actually, sweet. Uh, this game is on the N64, released in Japan on August 7th, 1997, North America on April 16th, 1998, and Europe in April 18th, 1998. And I'm sure that the date discrepancy there is just, you know, games come out in one territory on this day, and you know, like what here in America, now it's kind of all over the place, but it used to be Tuesday, and then Europe's probably a different day. So, that probably explains that. And of course, the, the big gap between Japan and North America 
as you will discover as we talk about this game, this game is incredibly Japanese. (laughs) (laughs) It's just just, say that again. It's just Just, weird. Just like if if you see a WTF Japan meme on uh, (laughs) on Facebook, it could be a picture of this game for all you know, because there's some weird stuff in it. <laughs> um, have either I do you... believe this is filed under weird Japanese thing on TV tropes. Yeah, yeah, I, I could yeah, definitely see that. Yeah. Um, someone in the chat, and I do, <laughs> it's my brother. He said kind of earlier. Uh, I was thinking earlier this was probably the first game to come to America that was extremely Japanese that wasn't Americanized, but I could be wrong. Now I do know this is not the first game in this series to come not. to the West. No. However, I have never played them, so I don't know if they did a lot of Americanization. The prequel to this game was on the Super Nintendo. It's called uh, Legend of the Mystical Ninja. Uh Um, It does have the character Goemon in it, but his name is changed to Kid Ying. Okay. And the partner, the second player, too, is Dr. Yang, so it's Yin and Yang, you know? Ah. And... But I... Yeah. yeah, and so I mean, it should be Goemon and his buddy. I can't remember his name, but yeah, Goemon. But that's Satman. pretty much all they did. Like, there's this ghost woman that comes out of the woods, which is a very Japanese fable, like you know, and and there's this weird Japanese things everywhere, all over the game, uh-huh. and and so all they did was change a couple names. Um, okay. So, it, purists would say yes, it was. Oh yeah, the synth strip club. Thank you, Kelly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they did a few things. So so Legend of the Mystical Ninja was very Japanese, but it was Americanized a little bit. So I think in Mystical Ninja starring Goemon, they were just like, screw it. <laughs> like, here's, Japan. Here's, here's a weird Japanese thing. Yeah. And we're not changing names, and we're not censoring a whole lot. And yeah. Yeah, uh, here in the, in the Wikipedia article, which is our source for... All the things. All things true. On, yes, all things <laughs> true. Here on the Gamers podcast. Uh, as we said, the the protagonist is going on. Um, he's got a buddy named Ib- Ibisumaru. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and he is he's a very odd person. Um, he's very lazy, and it I it says here that he's very perverted. Yeah, and seeing as I played the the English version, I don't really remember that being a thing. Maybe it kind of was, but that's a, that's a Japanese trope. Yeah. You get the crazy yeah, old yeah. guy, right? You know, um, and then that's they true. have they have a, a little robot friend named Sasuke, Sasuke, Sasuke. Remember the use silent? silent? Yeah, she's a she's a little robot thing, um, a mechanical ninja. Yes, who enjoys hot baths and Japanese tea. Right. Why, why would no? A robot should avoid heat <laughs> like that. I, no. I agree. And and liquids. But this is what it's telling me. Right. So I don't know. You would think so. Um. Yeah. And they have to go. I don't even really remember the story of this game because it was just so bizarre. Uh. And it's been it's been since I was a kid since I played it. I unfortunately don't own it anymore and now i'm trying to wonder if i ever owned it maybe i just rented it a bunch because i really like this game um and i know i've beaten it and thus little patty was turned into a weeaboo yes. 
Sorry, I just you know, really like that word. Now I know that I think about like it, this, this may have been my first, like, really Japanese thing. Because I didn't care much for, like, Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z. And, and oh, come on. Those, those were, well, and I, I did watch the Pokemon cartoon. So. Yeah, I was going to say, come on now. I watched all of those, dude. There was that. I, I I, dude, the- I straight up, well, I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to watch Dragon Ball Z. Oh, and I was in high school. So. <laughs> My parents I mean, were like, look, you can't watch yeah. it every day because you have homework to do. But on Friday, yeah. when you don't have homework, you, you, you're like, you can record all the episodes all week and then watch them on Friday. It's like, yes. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I definitely watched Sailor Moon for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, things I remember off the top of my head about this game are that you could uh, swap between the three characters on the fly after you unlocked all three of them. Of course, mm-hmm. there wasn't like any sort of you have to go here and call them kind of. No, it was just you hit a button and you're magically the other character so, that you wanted to get. It's and they like all had Sonic different. Uh, yeah, except I think in Sonic Heroes, can't you see all three of them on the screen? And it's just you're changing which one's in the lead. That might be one of those. Yeah, and, and these, there's like a little puff of smoke and the other guy's gone. And, um, yeah, and then the new person's there. Uh, the each one of them had like different abilities. I remember the 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 girl, the robot. What's her name again? The Sasuke. She she had like she could turn into a mermaid or something. And there were four characters. Mm-hmm. What? Who's the fourth character? Yeah, uh, that's what we could be yeah, yeah. for. A fierce sword wielding. Kunoichi. Who happens upon... I don't remember that character. Weird. character? I don't know. (laughs) Secret character. It's Yuffie. Secret character. Yeah, okay. Wow. (laughs) I don't know. Secret, secret, secret. And it's not like I only beat this game one time. I beat it several times. And for some reason, I have no recollection of this character at all. Mm -hmm. Wow. Apparently, we needed to have Kelly on the show tonight so that he could set me straight because he straight up. remembers a lot more of this than I do. <laughs> but he's well, just okay. sexism. in here. Come on. <laughs> yeah. We could have um, four people on the podcast. <laughs> what is this sexism? Yeah, I know. Like, what is, that's why I was like, what is he talking about? So, all right. Um, I also remember that uh, y- y- when you would fight like really big bosses, there was, of course, the obligatory giant. <laughs> Um, robot thing, giant you robot would, thing. You, you would get in because um, that's the Japanese thing. Giant yeah, robots. And you had to you had to play a uh, Magus play a boss against it, and it had no. a. I think its name was Impact because there's a song with like lyrics and everything. Uh, when this robot comes out, uh, shoot, where is it? This is living what, here in Jersey. Right, yeah, impact. That's it. So, um, and it had, yeah, it had a, it had a song that was I not really translated. don't remember Mega XLR all that much. Sorry, no one. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, but the song for it wasn't translated into English at all. So it's <laughs> oh, that's fun. It's yeah, it's very. That's the nineties anime. Oh yeah, actually, there's a, there's a screenshot here of it in the Wikipedia uh, entry. Uh, Most oh, Japanese song lyrics don't make sense anyway. Yeah, so it's not like it would matter at all. Impact battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, one thing I remember being very irritating about that was you could not 
invert the control stick for the aimer. So oh, dude. up had to be up and down had to be down. And I found that that would drive me nuts. Yeah, it I it, have to play inverted because was, of Zelda. It was very, very difficult for me to. So that's weird that for me. Like, all. I can never tell if I need it inverted or not, because I feel like regular is fine mm-hmm. until it's not. Yeah. For whatever reason. <laughs> so I usually just leave it as is. No. If I try or at least the. I play down. inverted because I'm a superior human being. <laughs> Okay, well, now let me ask you, Joel. When you play with a mouse, do you Fine. invert that also? Yes. Okay, what? see, I, I don't. I invert a control stick, but I can't no. play mouse inverted. No, because that's how just how my brain works. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, um, I, I got a friend who plays a lot of PC games, and, and he inverts his mouse also. And I, I remember asking him why. And he's like, you, you just what you're imagining is that your hand is on the character's head. Yep. So if you want the character's head to look up, right. you have to pull it towards you. Right. And yeah. I'm like, okay, so or, that's, it's like the same thing with flying a plane. Yes, exactly. Except when I'm, no matter what, when I'm sitting in a mouse, I'm not thinking about controlling a character's head. I'm thinking about moving a pointer on the screen. No, that's, that's not how I perceive I, it. I'm, I'm moving someone's head. And yeah. and when you push someone's head, it goes down. Right, they look and down. You pull and it back, it goes up. Right. And so, or I'd, sometimes I, I describe it like there's a stick in the head, and you're moving the stick. Uh huh. When you move the stick on the controller, like you, found or, this, no. you found this poor guy and jammed a stick into his skull. And Absolutely. Now, How else am I going to control him? Get his head around. It's horrible. What, that's what happens here. Thank you, Kelly. Um, oh, I didn't know that Kelly played mouse inverted. That's interesting. Uh, invert oh all the cameras yeah do you invert left and right also sometimes that's horrible see that's like worse okay no no no. (laughs) camera controls yes i will invert left and right but like movement controls no yeah yeah so like in a third person game when you have full control over the camera with the right stick yeah i do invert left and right yeah yeah you see, I well, I guess I play with the camera control inverted in a third-person game on a console, but I don't know that I see. Okay, yeah, third-person I games, I have to play with a controller because like mouse and keyboard just doesn't work for me like that. It's, yeah. Again, it's not how my brain works. But first-person, like I, I really need that keyboard or mouse because that's how I learned. Right. <laughs> and so, like, it's really hard for me to translate. The, the first person controls over to a controller. I need the keyboard and mouse. Yeah. And, well, and I'm a console player. I play on if if a game I, on computer is controller compatible, then I play with a controller. Yeah, for the most part, I am a console pleb too. But mm-hmm. it just with first person games, I can't I can't wrap my head around a controller. And I know we talked about this during Halo. Yeah, I said I'm these sure, exact yeah. same phrases. again. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, and, uh, Caspian doesn't play with anything inverted and, uh, because I, I couldn't get around. So like I got him an Xbox live account and a Nintendo internet account and all this stuff. But for some reason, no matter what I tried, I couldn't get him signed up for EA origin and you have to log into origin, even on the Xbox to play, um, what's that called? battlefront battlefront yeah um and and so in order for him to be able to play online he he plays on my profile 
And then whenever I jump in, I have to go in and change it because he doesn't play inverted. And so I'll, you know, I'll start the game up and I'll walk forward and then I'll, I'll push, you know, I want to look up. So I push the thumbstick down toward me, but then I'm looking down. I'm like, dad, go in. I got to go into controls and change this stupid EA. Why won't you just let my kid have an account? And, which I actually called them to ask them about that. And apparently it's because of some Internet Child Protection Act that Congress yeah. passed. They can't do it. Yeah. And, well, and so tech they're So they're not legally allowed to. But I was like, but I got him an account on the Xbox and on the Wii U. And I don't know why. And I don't remember lying about his age on either one of those things. So I'm not sure why that worked and EA won't. But whatever, it's. It's a whole big thing, but basically, so I'm talking to this customer service rep and he's telling me this and I'm like, oh, so the government decided that they're a better, better parent of my child than I am. So now he can't play games online. Well, and the guy was like, basically, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> the problem is there are too many people that are bad parents and don't parent their children and let them do whatever they want online. That's well, the real problem. We, and we so can, the government has to step in. And I don't agree with that. People need to be good parents. I say we, we could <laughs> get true. into the political discussion of do you not have the right to be a bad parent? Um, yeah, but if you're going to be putting children at risk, like you, you can't you, you as a parent have the responsibility to take care of your child. And if you're not taking care of your child, then somebody needs to. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, I am. I am so split down the middle on all these things. It's not even funny. Yeah, yeah. So what's funny about it is that EA is trying to say, "No, you're doing something incorrectly," so we're going to stop you from that because yeah. EA does everything perfectly. Oh yeah, obviously. I said that weird. Perfectly. 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 The gold standard of <laughs> that, that might have been that might have been your like Midwestern <laughs> dialect poking through a little. Our chat is very lively tonight, and I, I got to say, I'm really enjoying it. I this is I like it's cause, yeah, it's it. <laughs> I like that we've we've got an audience here tonight. This yeah. is, you guys should bring friends. Go tell your friends that we're going to be on at least another 20 minutes, and that yeah. maybe we'll get around to talking about Goemon if we're lucky. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Okay, so the style of game is it's it's very. RPG. I always I always described it as like you know. Uh, kind of action adventure almost zelda like almost because except there but there aren't nearly as many dungeons as you would find in a typical zelda game yeah the it's much more based in the what i guess you would think of as the hub world uh, which i guess would make it a little bit more like if uh breath of the wild had traditional dungeons and you can't climb everything because you can't do that uh yeah well i mean isn't isn't um <laughs> mystical ninja a lot more grindy than zelda would be there um there are some grinding elements but i don't at least not in this one i don't think there's like leveling up an experience well like yeah so i know I'm in, to think in of, like in what you would legend of the mystical for. ninja um you uh you have to like grind up money basically in order to buy your your equipment and stuff yeah. like that, and it, and it takes a long time to get enough money to get the things you need. Um, 
Sorry, I'm a lot more familiar with the SNES game than this one. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would imagine they're similar. It's just, you know, turned into 3D. Right. Um, and is that, so is that true for, for Mystical Ninjas Darn Gomon? Yeah, it, I do think so. There's there's a lot of doing currency exchange um, for, you know, whatever their version of money is in the game for for upgrades and, and stuff like that. Because there, there's definitely no system of... Like you kill a bad guy and you take his weapon or, or anything like that in it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah. And the story's weird. Sorry, I can't really remember what the story is about. I'm sure it's some kingdom gets taken over by a bunch of weirdos and then you have to go kill them. Because that sounds pretty standard for this kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Unfortunately, I. Well, and of course, it being a Konami game, I don't think this game has ever been re-released. No, anything. I don't no, think you so. can only get it on N sixty four, and so yeah. because of that, it's actually pretty expensive. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, I just um, I I know it's expensive. I just want to look it up real quick. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, I can't type suddenly. Well, <laughs> we're having a nice conversation in the chat about the pronunciation of Goemon. Apparently we have Gooeymon. <laughs> yeah, because of Gooey Duck. Okay, it's actually fifty dollars um, on this website I always go to, so that's not bad. Not terrible, considering but the cart brand new was probably close seventy, to seventy or eighty. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they, they the seventy dollar price point was usually as high as games would get back then. Yeah. Like it would be like, as I think Earthbound was a hundred because it came with a book, mm-hmm. but yeah, there was a and there was a hundred dollar in sixty four game. What? And just because it's well, Earthbound? Well, no, no, I'm saying back in the day, in like 95 wow. or whenever, when it came out, it was probably $100 because it came with the book. Yeah, and was cartridges really? were expensive. Yeah. yeah, cartridges were expensive, yeah. It was it was a late SNES cartridge, so it was cheaper for them to produce it at the time, but it was they were still at like $60 price point that they would usually push, and then, you know, you're getting another $20 at least you know, book on top of that, and then it has to come in the big, thick cardboard box, so shipping is going to be more. And so... Gotcha. They, they might have... I mean, it might have been closer to 80 actually, now I think about it. Yeah. $60 plus the, the, the book. Well, I remember I uh, paying 80 bucks for Mario RPG the day it came out. Yeah. That was that was an expensive... I game. See, and, but when I bought Banjo-Tooie... Mm-hmm. That was sixty dollars plus, you know, and then I bought the strategy guide for like fifteen. So I walked out the store paying less than eighty after tax. Yeah. So, you know, I wonder yeah. how much um, the PlayStation and Sega Saturn being CD-ROM based may have helped, like maybe artificially keep the price of N sixty four games a little cheaper than than maybe they would have if. Yeah, it would have been yeah, because CDs were so cheap to produce. Yeah, like you could get a new PlayStation game for almost half that of a N sixty four game. Yeah, it it wasn't too uncommon to see brand new PlayStation games be forty bucks. Yeah, uh, you know some of your multi disc games like your Final. Fantasy oh yeah, obviously Final Fantasy or, or Metal Gear Solid or Splinter right. Cell. Like those games were sixty plus. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, because not only did you have to press more CDs, but um, you also had the 
the jewel cases that had to be yep. thicker. And, and you yeah, those those multi disc cases are not cheap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So anyway, this game's really great. I wish that it would come out on more stuff because. But Konami hates gamers, yes, so they do. They, I, I like remember... give us money in slot machines or, or pachinko <laughs> machines rather. I they don't even do real uh, slots. When when the Castlevania Netflix series came out, listening to a podcast and then being like, oh, maybe they're testing the waters to see if there's still interest in Castlevania to make games. And I'm thinking, yes, yeah, so they can make a yes. Castlevania pachinko machine. <laughs> Those <laughs> already exist. You'll hear Dante, sure or no, do. what's his name, Alucard, saying, ah, oh, it's a terrible night for a curse or something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. That hurts. That hurts deeply. You know, it's going to happen. Just, Speaking yeah. of, of weird. That was Simon. Actually, I don't even know if it was Simon, technically. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, that's Simon, right? Yeah. right. I'm Simon Belmont. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. From, is that from uh I could just Captain use N? my whip and get over it. Sorry. Yes, that's from Captain Anya, yeah. the Game that's, Master. That's the only version of him that I'm familiar with at all. Yeah, and it's the worst version of him because it's not representative of <laughs> him at all. I'm pretty sure nope. every character in that show is the worst version of that character. Uh, well, actually, Link and Zelda show up for an episode, and they are the same characters from the Zelda cartoon, just a little more grown up. Okay, yeah. But yeah. they actually are the worst version of those characters, so never mind. Mother Brain. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's, those are still Mother Brain. Mother Princess. Right. Even, Except. even the personality list versions of them in the very first Zelda are better versions of those characters than the cartoon. Because Link doesn't say a blessed thing, and right. Zelda says... Thank you for saving me, and that's right. it. <laughs> all she does. And mm -hmm. that's why Feminist Frequency hates Zelda. Because of the very first game. <laughs> that's why. Uh, yes, Kelly, I do still have... I have um, the the entire The Legend of Zelda animated series on DVD. Why? Because why Kelly, would you do that to yourself? Kelly bought it for me for like Christmas or something like that. If somebody bought me that, I would never take it out of the packaging. <laughs> I, I, would, I would never watch that. it. I tried so watching it many times just because. Um, mm. uh, my laptop's dying. No, plug it in. I know, I'm looking for it. Plug it in. But my camera turned off. Yeah. Um. All right. Anyway, I got to wrap it up so that I, my wife can come in here and go to bed. And I can join her. <laughs> So, so uh let let me let me see if oh you know with this only being on N64, I doubt there's a Metacritic score, but I'm gonna look anyway. Oh, oh shoot, I knew I should have messed with it. Come on. Uh which one of y'all goes next? Joel. Joel. Uh that would be me. Picture game. I thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't do it. Um is there a game that I really want to play? Oh, anyway, like, okay, keep talking. What the? <coughs> yeah, uh -oh. Ke Kelly, this show used to be able to be two hours long, and even with our tangents, we would get around to talking about the game. And now that it has to be closer to an hour, yeah, <laughs> this is what happens. Uh, and we and talked also, a little bit about it. I mean, yeah. I, I haven't played it, and like I said, I'm more familiar with the SNES game. Right. But I do know that this is a beloved game, and you know it's 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 a classic. I would say it's a classic. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's a, it's a really good game. I enjoy it. And yes, there is a Metacritic score. So 
I mean, um, is there any trivia or like? Uh, let me see. I mean, we didn't discuss a whole lot about the presentation. Like, it's. I mean, it's an yeah. N64 game, so it's very polygonal. But the um, the art style is. Uh, it's kind of influenced by classical Japanese paintings, kind of, because there's a lot of, the, the, and the whole series is like this, there's a lot of anachronism. So like, you know, the robot is mentioned, but it's supposed to be like, you know, the Edo period of Japan, <laughs> but there's robots. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then there's, then there's ninjas, which didn't, like, there's no historical basis for ninjas <laughs> ever actually existing. It's just all legends. And yeah. like, you know, um, it's very colorful, also. Yes. Well, N64 games generally are. Yeah. Um, and not very, like, uh, Ocarina of Time and a lot of the rare N64 games did a lot of things with with uh, trying to do high-detailed textures. Mm-hmm. None of none of that really exists in this yeah, game. Yeah, it's things pretty very... Flat. It's it's like Mario sixty four with the very flat solid colors for the most part, right? But somehow better looking than Mario sixty four. Yeah, well, Mario sixty four was the launch game. Okay, can't can't fault it too much. Right, this game does look a bit better. Uh, The music uh, is like weird. I don't know, like like techno. Yeah, techno with a with a Japanese influence. You know, so you got the the weird like sitar sounds and and stuff. It's, there's, there's, well, the sitar would be uh, Indian. What is the Japanese thing? I don't know. I, it has a name. I can't remember it now. I know I've heard it. You know that Japanese guitar thing? It sounds like that, but techno. Right. Um, <laughs> Again, anachronistic. That's that's yes. kind of the theme of these games. Is hey, let's let's do something funny and traditionally Japanese, but not also but modern. Shamisen. Shamisen. I think shamisen. Shamisen. I, I don't think there's a second sh in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's that, and and it's a it's a pretty like we said it's a pretty typical action adventure game with you know with some platforming in it because you do have you have a jump in this game, unlike Zelda. Until I can't build a jump. One. Why can't Zelda jump? For the I can't Metroid game, crawl for the same reason that Metroid can't. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, all right, y'all ready to guess the Metacritic score? Well, thankfully, uh, Zelda can't jump because the one time you play as Zelda in the game, she jumps. It's terrible. You play Zelda can jump as Zelda in a game. What game? Yeah. Oh, you just Smash Brothers? No. Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> but... No, everybody um, jumps because if we're gonna game. get the, if we're gonna go that route, no, like. And, like the CDI game where you control Zelda. That's not a real game. I, I don't know. Also, it's not depending on game. which one it is, Link can jump as well. Shut up. That's not a real game. <laughs> I don't even mean that, though. I mean, like... I guess um, in Link's Awakening, if you've got... Link's the Awakening. Feather, or yeah. Oh, you get the Rock's Feather. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah, Oracle yeah. games, too. You get the Rock's yeah. Feather, and then the Rock's Cage. Feather. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he still needs a special item to be able to do it. So, Or well, any 3D Zelda game. Yeah, technically in the yeah in the three D games he jumps at the edge, of, right? Of, of the edge of a, of yeah, cliff, or to hop up onto a ledge. So, which I still argue that in Breath of the Wild, the only time I ever jump 
is to jump over a cliff or up a ledge. So why is there a jump button? It seems completely unnecessary. Because bunny hopping is fun. Whatever. <laughs> if, you, if you played a lot of CSGO, you bunny hop everywhere. Yeah, or Halo to keep people from being able to Oh yeah. Or or uh, Quake 3. Do you know that like I just learned this in Quake 3 engine uh there is n like a much lower speed limiter like as in you can go faster if you're running diagonally and jumping. Oh yeah. Yeah, so you can like cross huge spans that the developers never intended you to if you run and jump diagonally while alternating your diagonal back and forth. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, and so you just go faster and faster and faster and then leap over the Grand Canyon <laughs> and keep going. Yeah. That's kind of like how in um, GoldenEye, you strafe faster than you... Then you run towards, yeah. yes. So it yeah, speedruns in that game, you don't actually <laughs> see the gameplay hardly. Right, because so, yeah. everybody's mm -hmm. just strafing everywhere. So. Yeah, I, I think that's actually... Going off on a weird tangent, back to Zelda. In uh, Ocarina of Time, you actually do jump sideways yeah. faster when you hit the lock-on button and you jump sideways. Because you, you can jump in that game on yep. command. It's just yep. awkward. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. But like, if you if you jump sideways, it actually it's mo it's faster than moving forwards or even rolling forwards continuously. Like, so again, speed yeah. runs of that game are like hop 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 hop. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know of anything like that in this game. Yeah. It's just But I'm sure this game is just as broken as every other N64 game cuz nobody knew how to make 3D games back then. <laughs> really makes me wonder hey, if people here's the thing. run this. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Oh hey. Probably there's probably a small community there's a I mean, community of speedrunners for like every single game. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the world record is the American version at an hour and fifteen minutes and nine seconds, according to speedrun.com. So there you go. If you're interested in that, um, all right. Yeah, I really got to start wrapping up. Okay, sorry. I'm trying <laughs> to find. <laughs> it's cool. Um, what? Superman yes. You no. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. 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 That is not no. a game. <laughs> yeah. It's a flight simulator. Um, all right. While you're looking, uh, Nolan, go ahead and give me your guess for. Oh, yeah. So, guess a Metacritic score. If you're new to the show, we, yeah. we do this. If we're doing a game that has a Metacritic score, which sometimes we do games that are sold that they don't, um, but we do a Price is Right style. So, you can't go over. And it's whoever gets the closest without going over. So, Nolan, mm -hmm. well, well, since Joel's looking, we'll have you go first. What do you think of this game? Did. So, is there? There's actually a Metacritic for this. There is, believe it or not, only ten oh. critics have rated it. So, uh, wow. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. So I know this wasn't the most popular game, but of the people that played it, um, it is pretty good. So let's. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll go like a nice seventy-three. All right. Joel? I'm feeling feeling 73. Um, I'm gonna go 74. All right, um, you're you're both over. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap! I should have gone 72. Um, well, uh, go ahead, Nolan. <laughs> no, he, so he can snipe you again. Yeah, yeah, no. exactly. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. 
Um, I just thought it'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, right. Just ha. Huh. Um, sixty-seven. Joel, I'm gonna go sixty-four. Nolan hit it right on. Are you kidding me? Yes. Oh, I get extra points. Is that the first time we've hit it on the head? Uh, I think so. I think so. Without like so, doing like five different like now you're still too yeah, much. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, uh, just like going down and yep, yeah, I think that's it. So sixty-seven is what this caught. Which mm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I think this is better than sixty-seven. Mm. It's more like in the seventies. Um, because it's, I mean it's not a fantastic game, but if you're really into weird Japanese stuff, this is which will be right up your alley. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, it, it is a good game. It's just yeah, it is. It's very yeah. good. Uh, Joel, you got a game picked out? I might, but I'm trying to find another one, maybe. All right. Uh, while he's okay. Looking, while okay. He's for that, what, what we do here is we rotate who picks the game. Uh, and I am, uh, for those of you listening at home, I am working on trying to get it so that uh, we can start having the audience pick the game occasionally. Because uh, I think that would be fun. Um, I just got to figure out the logistics of how to make that work. And as our... Um, as our audience grows, that will be easier to do, obviously. But, <laughs> excuse me. So, right now, what we do is we rotate. It goes me, Joel, and Nolan, and then starts over. Uh, yeah. Joel is next. He picks the game. He knows what the game is, obviously, because he picked it. Me and Nolan do Don't. not know what it is. And we play 20 questions to figure out what it is. We ask Joel up to, really, up to 19 yes or no questions. And the question 20 really has to be what we think the game is so yeah um are you ready joel yes i'm ready all right i'm uh, ready I'm nolan ready. you want to go first sure um let's see what's a weird thing that will narrow things down oddly well um let's see in this game does the main character um <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> it's uh, is the game Pikachu. No. Um, hey you Pikachu. <laughs> the uh, worst that is a thing for game ever. <laughs> it's it's up there. Um, it's a jiggly. Thank. I knew somebody was going to make that reference. <laughs> Good job, dude. Um. So, uh. In the game, does the main character have a very distinctive style? Like, as in, like, you see something of theirs, and it's like, boom, that's them. If you know who this character is, yes. Okay. <coughs> All right, that's fair. Otherwise, you just might think. Yeah. Random person. Um, was this game released after January 1st, 1990? Yes. Okay. I'm slouching my chair. I really shouldn't be. Yes to after? I'm sorry. Yeah, after 1990, yes. I checked out for like a second. I'm like, ah, my turn. Sorry. Um, mm, words, how do they work? <laughs> something. Um, was this release after January 1st, 2000? No. Okay. Right. Dealing with a 90s game. Uh, okay. Was this exclusive to the platform that it was released on? Yes. Which is something I just learned. <laughs> All right. Okay. Did you think it came on other things? I thought it did. I'm surprised, actually. Well, then that most definitely means it is not first party developed. Okay. Or it most likely means. 
Um, well, to follow that up, like, uh, yeah, is this a licensed game? Yes. Okay. Uh, We're killing it today. Look at this. Was this game <clears throat> developed in Japan? No. no. Oh. All right. <laughs> um. Developed in Japan. It's a licensed game. Yeah, K Kelly, um, you can stop guessing Pokemon right now. <laughs> yeah, Joel, Joel hates traditional RPGs. I don't hate them. I just don't enjoy them. <laughs> Dislikes them. Dislikes. I, I don't know. I don't dislike either. If you like them, that's fine. I just don't. <laughs> um, let's see. Was this on uh, uh, PlayStation? No. Okay. Uh, was this on a Nintendo console? No. Ooh. Was this on a Sega console? No. Uh-oh. Like, I yes. feel like I might have thrown a monkey wrench in this one. <laughs> 90s game. We've eliminated the three major consoles because the Xbox did not come out until uh, 2000. after 2000. 2001, I think. Yep. Uh, fairly certain Atari wasn't still making consoles. The Jaguar existed. No. Oh. It, so, it was better. It had 32 bits. It was 64. Twice. It was the first 64-bit console, <laughs> technically. Yeah. So you had to do some really weird math to get 64 bits. <laughs> Let's, um, um, well, was this game an arcade game? No. No, all right. That That's 10. Goodness sake. It's 10. There's a plane outside. I mean, I, my I, parents are watching TV loudly. Disregard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we're looking at a, a PC game, maybe, but I don't know. And you got um, it. You know, is it, is it on the PC? Yes. All right. Okay. Um, 90s game on the PC. That Joel did not realize was exclusive to this platform, so it's probably not like a real-time strategy. Let's get something that you would think could have made an appearance on a console, but just didn't. Uh, you thought it also was on Mac. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. But let's... Uh, Shoot. Fire. <laughs> it's developed in the West. Um I okay, is is I'm just thinking, is it a first person shooter? Yes. Okay. Oh. Wait. Is this Star Wars? Yes. Okay. No. Okay. Uh wait, didn't we do that already? Is there a second one? Is there? We we did that dark what was the Dark Forces? That was yeah. the Star Wars game that we did already. So I'm thinking I'm like, wait a minute, yeah, we did that. Is there is there another one? Um Is there? Goodness. I don't know. <laughs> now it makes your me mouth feel like lady. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> was that edited because YouTube edited her? I know, I think she did that herself, okay. but <laughs> <laughs> that's got, including the D, that's got five letters in it though. Yeah. So, an extra M. I think you spelled your or, word wrong. 
or a different word. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that could be. Well, if it's a Star Wars game, I'm I'm not gonna know it. So, Nolan, you want to start? Uh, start. Now I can't think out. of it. That's the. Uh. <laughs> and it's first person, so it's not. It's first, and it's first person. It's not Knights of the Old Republic or something like that. Of course, that might have been after 2000 for all I know. So I guarantee you, it's one of the games that's in that pack that I showed you guys when we did Dark Forces. Mm-hmm. And I mm -hmm. cannot remember the names. Um, You're sitting in front of a computer. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, but I don't like to do that though. That's the that's the difference. whatever. It's not against the rules. <laughs> hey, all right, fine. Um, put in dark. There's like five things for Dark Souls. Okay, well, here I got a question. Is is this game a sequel to another game yes okay is this jedi knight dark forces too yes yeah okay there we go i'm like yeah. wait a minute like was there a sequel was there was there a sequel <laughs> yeah. yes there yeah. was released in 1997 first person shooter video game developed and published by lucas arts for microsoft windows it never got a re-release on anything else it is available on steam oh i was gonna yeah i was gonna say it made so yeah. since september 2009 um, what a, blah, so yeah, follows Kyle Katarn, who first appeared in Dark Forces as a mercenary, um, and stopped the whole Dark Trooper project. Um, <clears throat> and now he's a Jedi Knight, surprisingly, and he has to go stop a new Sith that just showed up. So nice. Yeah. Um, the engine <laughs> it was produced in, developed in, whatever, is called the Sith engine. Um, yeah. I. The engine was used in Grim Fandango. If you've ever heard of that wonderful mm -hmm. LucasArts game. Yep. What was that? Oh, that was a game, right? Yeah. In fact, uh, I don't know. Anafix bought me the remaster of that for mm -hmm. me to stream, and I never did it. Oh, it's such a great game. <laughs> I will have to. I'll probably make it a patty place pathetically since I have never played it. Um, Amongst all the other things that I've yeah, said, play this. Okay, um, so if for those of you that are in the in the chat, I just linked to the the Lucas Arts Jedi Knight bundle on Steam, which is twenty dollars and includes. You totally buy it. Includes this game. If you you're better off buying the bundle because the game by itself is six bucks, but there's like thirty or forty bucks worth of games in this. Like if you were to buy all them individually, and the bundle's twenty dollars, so. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's do plugs very quickly, and then um, and then I'll tell y'all what you audio listeners will be listening to. So, Nolan, where can we find you <laughs> on the internet? Uh, you can find me at uh, Baseman Two One Four, Baseman Two One Four Nine One, or Icy White Falcon on Steam, Xbox, uh, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, other things. It there's a picture of my face in some way on there. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, yeah, like various st all kinds of things. Um, yeah. oh, BattleNet, right? That's a thing. I finally started playing Hearthstone a little bit, so that's fun. Sweet. I what that is. So <laughs> probably the only one in CFG that play Hearthstone. Like I just started, so I, mean, I haven't. Yeah, but now that you're playing, like. 
I'm the I only one, I'm I don't sure. Play it very often. So, um, all right, Joel, where can we find you? Anywhere you can find me on the internet, you can find me under Obi Watt Kenobi. That would be Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Nintendo, PSN, Steam, and uh, I just learned that I have a Pinterest page. Um, I left myself logged in at work, and somebody <laughs> logged in on Facebook. And somebody, one of my friends, went on the computer to check her Facebook. And she's like, oh, look, Joel's logged in. Let's go to Pinterest and connect his Facebook to Pinterest. And now I have a Pinterest account. So you can find me there. I have literally zero things pinned. But Just looking but right she went now. Ahead. Hold on. She went, she went ahead and was like, what is Joel like? He likes beards and video games <laughs> and, and Star Wars and memes. And so, like... I was looking, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. Like, I like the, a lot of these things. Yeah, good job. <laughs> nice. And, yeah. <laughs> so, and Zelda. I'm wearing a Star Wars Zelda shirt, if you can't tell. So, that's not mm -hmm. Luke holding a lightsaber. That's Link holding the Master Sword. There we go. Yep, there I am. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, you can find me uh, right here on the CFG YouTube channel every Thursday. Play, we're doing Patty Plays Pathetically, also on this show. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Facebook, crossforgegaming.com, uh, facebook.com slash group slash crossforgegaming, and check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash crossforgegaming. All right, uh, music, and then I gotta bounce. So, what you heard coming into the show was the impact theme. Uh, that's what we talked about earlier. It's got a lot of Japanese lyrics and it's very strange and <laughs> and I love it. And we're going out on the gorgeous musical castle part two. Uh, there's there's two parts to that level, and I like part two. So that's what you're if you're listening to the audio only version, which you can find on Podbean, also on iTunes and uh, Google Play by just searching original. That's what you hear that you don't hear it on YouTube because of copyright stuff. We don't a lot of stuff. So anyway, that's the show. Thanks In for other watching. words, the YouTube version is boring. Yeah, uh, more boring <laughs> than the audio version. So that's the show. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and we'll see you next time right here on Original Games Podcast. Have a good one. Bye everybody. Be good humans. Come on, no.